Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Welcome back for another episode of Coven Camp. This is your camp counselor, Morgan. And today I'm going to be bringing you the next Sabbath in our cycle. But before we get to that, I'm going to go ahead and read um, the Coven Corner comments from Kat's episode. And Kat's question was, do you garden? And what would your dream garden look like? Which is appropriate for my topic because... uh, You can garden during this time. But our very own Heather replied that um, I do garden, though it is difficult where I live right now. I want all the herbs, roses, succulents, really just all the green. And that's true. Heather also has a green thumb. She is very good at keeping her plants alive. I'm not. Um, Heather also posted a picture of her ideal garden. So if anybody wants to go see that, you can find it on Facebook, I assume. Because that's where she commented. So, that's always fun. I cannot garden at all. I killed a succulent. And for anyone who knows anything about plants, you should know that's hard to do. But I did grow up in a arid desert region. So, it's not my fault. My Coven Corner question for you guys is since we've all been in this, you know, nice quarantine, I want to know if you've been reading those quarantine books. What was what was your favorite book you've read during this quarantine? Did you read any? Did you want to read something? Uh, myself, I have decided to restart Aragon. I know I read the first book. I never got through Inheritance, and I know it was extremely, extremely popular in its time. So I figured I should give it a shot. So if you have a book you're reading and you want to share it, let us know. Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want. I think Twitter, too. That's always valid. I like I like Twitter. I'm getting into Twitter more. Getting into the tweets. Tweetly. So the next Sabbath in the Wheel of Year calendar is, of course, Maybon. I really like Maybon. It's, it's nice fall feelings. A lot of people consider this, you know, it's more than just a day and a Sabbath, it's a season. Because honestly it is. It's September harvest season and it's the uh, fall equinox, which occurs somewhere between September 21st and the 23rd. And this, uh, this fall equinox is also known as what we call it the pagan holiday of Maybon, a time of balance and change. Now, about this time, the sun enters the zodiac sign of Libra, symbolized by the scales, which echoes one of Maybon's themes of balance. At Maybon, we are at a point when, briefly, the light and dark are equal, but almost at the same time, we tip toward the dark part of the year. Maybon is the second of the harvest sabbats and the first dark sabbat. And of course, our first harvest sabbat was Lunasa. So, according to Welsh lore, Maybon was the son of the great mother goddess Madron. 
The name Mabon means great sun. In some traditions, it's translated as the great sun. As an infant, he was abducted and imprisoned. Later, he was freed and returned to his great mother as a youth in his prime or as the young god. This story is appropriate for this time of year. Just as uh, Mabon disappears into the darkness and later returns, nature also begins to enter the dark season, which begins to overshadow the light. Then, at Ostara, when the spring equinox arrives, the light once again gains control and growth begins anew. A lot of things about dying and growing back during Mabon. Going into a little bit of the meaning of Mabon... It is one of the most mysterious of the Sabbaths because it celebrates the dual nature of life and death. At Mabon, the past and future are united. The crops that are harvested are next year's seeds, which will begin the cycle of life, death, life all over again. This life, death, and rebirth cycle is one of Mabon's most important messages. So, at Mabon, we mourn the passing of the great sun as he returns to Mother Earth. However, he doesn't enter the darkness of complete death. It's the darkness of rest, regeneration, and eventual rebirth, which will occur at Yule when he returns to us as the newborn sun god. This is our time when the spirit can be nurtured and personal growth can begin. As the great sun ages, he becomes wise. In some traditions, he is lord of the shadows and we are drawn to him because he is the keeper of the mysteries. He knows the secrets of the seed, of growth, of death, and rebirth. And in, in some traditions, Mabon becomes the huntsman. In this aspect, he leads the wild hunt. He and his spirit riders who follow him from the shadows of the other world on windy, moonlit autumn nights when clouds scud across the sky. With them ride the spirits of those whose life cycles have just ended. But as the huntsman, we should not be feared. He should not be feared, sorry. He offers peace, renewal, and unconditional love. Another key message of Mabon is sharing. The great mother goddess has not only shared her son with us, but also shares with us the bounty of the harvest. You can't talk or think about Mabon without mentioning two key elements of the Sabbath ripeness and fulfillment. At Mabon, ripeness and fulfillment are everywhere, and it isn't just confined to the farmer's field or a backyard garden. Apples are now being harvested in orchards. Nut trees are also ripening. Summer's flowers are now producing seed heads to the delight of birds everywhere. Mabon is the ripeness, fulfillment, and achievement brought together in a triumph known as the harvest. In many pagan traditions, Mabon is known as the Witch's Thanksgiving. So this is a good time, like we do in normal Thanksgiving, to give your thanks for things. Friends, family, it's a good time to give food, maybe to a food bank, so they can be ready for the winter months ahead. Or organize any winter clothing, and, you know, or, or a coat drive. It's always good things, giving back. But above all, give thanks for your food, family, and your home. Or... You know, don't listen to me. Give thanks for what you want. It's your life. Mabon occurs when the days have shortened and nights have lengthened. Coming to equilibrium on the morning of September 22nd. The equinox is traditionally celebrated as the second harvest festival, like we said. The middle of the harvest season. The start of harvest was at Lunasa and the end will be at Samhain. 
This high holiday is a time to recognize the waning of the green man and the vitality of nature, and to celebrate the bounty that was received from the cycle of the wheel. Following a lunar-based calendar, the midpoint between Lunasa and Samhain is calculated to be September 17th at 8.19 a.m. In essence, the night of the 16th, which is also the night of the dark moon and suitably celebrated as an espat. And a little bit about Maybon celebrations. Often these festivities are more formal in dress and more relaxed in ritual. This evening is the Wiccan Thanksgiving. Uh, a feast is a usual accompaniment to the giving of thanks for the bounty received from that which was sown last spring, actually and metaphorically. And the spiritual symbology is that of the cornucopia, the ever-abundant horn of plenty. Root crops like carrots and onions, breads and nuts, and fruits like apples are all abundant at mid-harvest. Use plenty of apples to adorn and spice pork, and for pies, sauce, and serving fresh, fresh breads, things like that. Uh, slice the apples across the midpoint to expose the pentagram. You can also use grapes in your, in your feast because wine is very appropriate because you harvest grapes at this time. So drink lots of wine. Hmm. The Sagittarius moon will help to counteract and open the secretiveness of the rising Scorpio and create a space of optimism and freedom along with warmth, sociability, and friendly banter. A fun ritual of thanks can be had by asking each attendee to write down their individual bounties for which they wish to give thanks. Bounties that were received over this last growing season, positive or negative, nice ones, uh, just put them on several pieces of paper, one bounty per page. Consider setting a maximum number of papers to keep the Thanksgiving game limited in time. Categories of bounties could also be requested, like one bounty each concerning spirituality, family, fitness, work, or other similar aspects of life. Each person should then fold the paper in half and place in a cauldron, pot, box, other containers, you know, whatever you have around. After the ritual, prayer or when appropriate, spin the bottle if you want to see who goes first and proceed. As the holiday marks the coming of the end and waning of the year. Mix the papers, draw one, say aloud, we give thanks for, then read that which is written on the paper and pass the cauldron. One person's desire to offer thanks is embodied by all. The game is most fun when the thankfulness includes those things not often spoken. Add a physical dimension by having the reader mime or act out a representation of the bounty on the paper. On other Sabbaths, this game could get out of hand, but playing under this Sagittarius moon will help keep a level of decorum and balance. Another way you can celebrate Maybon is to make your own wine. You can create it to use in your rituals and offerings for the coming year, or you could just drink it. The easiest wine to make is mead or honey wine. Thanksgiving offerings during Maybon um, is important to remember to give thanks, obviously, for the bounty of the harvest that has been received. Take a moment to honor the god or goddess of your choice during this festival and leave an offering as thanks. Offerings of food, especially those that are fermented and are harvested during this season or drink that is created using the ingredients harvested during this time would be appropriate. And 
this book I'm using actually has um, some stones that are associated with the Maybon season. Traditionally, some of the stones that are associated with this time of year include amber, hematite, lodestone, mukite, petrified wood, two-toned shiva lingam, and topaz. But you can also use tourmaline. And tourmaline doesn't just come in black. It's also found in blue, green, pink, red, and a blend of several colors in one stone. I find that very, very interesting. I didn't know, I only have black tourmaline in my collection. But Maybon is, is one of those nice, I think, kind of easy Sabbaths to celebrate. We already do our own celebrations for Thanksgiving, you know, especially if you grew up Protestant. Um... So you probably are already decorating and maybe even have a mini altar and not even know it. Cornucopia, some apples lying about. It's a fun time. I, one for one, recommend going and picking your own apples. We have a local apple orchard around here that lets you go and pick as many as you can carry, basically. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. And it feels good to bring something back with your own hands. So I hope everybody enjoys this Maybon. If you need any recommendations of gods and goddesses associated with the harvest, you can listen to my previous coven camp about Lunasa, where I list several Celtic-based gods and goddesses that um, are associated with the harvest. Since Lunasa was our first harvest. So I hope you enjoyed this, this little, in no way, in no way, all-encompassing, not at all, but just this little, cute little bow around some essentials of Maybon, maybe just to help you get started, maybe just to give you an idea of well, what else to look for. And, you know, happy, have a happy Sabbath. Can't wait for Samhain. Hope it's not canceled. Everybody, stay spooky. Even if you are celebrating Maybon nice and safely in your own home, maybe with a fireplace. You know, just remember, that fireplace could be possibly haunted.